You guys just have so much audacity to walk around thinking that you look healthy when we're we're concerned for you and your health. All right, let me take this from the top, guys, because I just realized I wasn't live on the other channels. Besides, we were we were straying from the actual topic, which is uh, what do you find attractive? So, three, two, and welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm Manny Garavito. This is Miami Comedy Podcast, where we go live and talk to the people of Miami and say, what's up? How are you? Uh, for those that are tuning in on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, Facebook, apologies. I just realized I wasn't live there. I was going on a rant with the Instagram people. All right? <laughs> Put it in on the chat if you like veganism or not. Let's move on. All right, in today's episode... I want to talk to the people of Miami, and I want you to be serious, okay? I want you to be honest. I want you to be raw. (laughs) No pun intended. For those that were in on the vegan segment, no pun intended. I want you to be raw and honest. What do you guys find attractive? Be honest. Look inside and say the truth, because I think a lot of us have guilty pleasures on what we enjoy Uh, And what we find attractive in the opposite sex. It's almost like we lie to ourselves. You know what I mean? I've seen a lot of people say they like something and it's not what they, it's not who they're dating. I like a man that treats me with respect. This guy was cussing you out in the comments section of Instagram. What are you talking about? Oh, he just gives me a cocktail of emotions. I can't help it. What do you guys find attractive? Elena says personality, which is one of the biggest lies in the dating game. Uh, G Red's ass. And- <laughs> All right, guys. I, I also want to let you know that the show is now uh, it's clean. So please, makes me laugh. Milena, two years ago, I slid in your DMs, and you're like, "No, I'm good." You're on here laughing through my stuff. See, you don't mean it, or is it because I'm ugly? Is that it? Oh, no, I look great now. Look at this. Look at this five o'clock shadow. You're missing out. You are missing out. Sweet, charismatic. Oh, that's where I lost you. The sweet part. Knows how to treat a lady. Uh, And then it's like some... I don't know. (laughs) For two years. I don't know you. (laughs) I get poetry in the middle of the night. I just don't know you. Uh, Fair enough. Uh, You know, for me... If, I, if there's, you said to be honest, yeah, true, true that, true that. Mercy, welcome to the chat. For me to be honest in what I like in a woman, you know, I'm not really much, <laughs> I'm not really much of a TNA guy. I mean, it's nice, right? TNA is nice. Uh, but you know what I really enjoy? I enjoy uh, just f- a femininity in general, like that general femininity. It's really attractive to me. Like, if it's different than what I do, I like it. You know what I mean? I also like creativity. That's kind of hot. Like, for me, things that I find attractive or that I look for whenever I want to date somebody is like, how creative are you? Like, I like girls that are into uh, instruments. Okay? Like, I follow, like, like my favorite instrument in a rock band is a bass guitar. And I follow, like, the hashtag uh, female basis to kind of, like, see what the nation has. And let me tell you, man, that every single musician that I've seen on Instagram that is into this kind of stuff or this instrument in particular, 
they all like dye their hair green and they all wear these cool clothes and they have a great like playlist and it's just like super attractive to me you know what i mean like musician female musicians are hot and i, I you know whenever i go up north to go watch like rock bands like all female bands like every band member is a female is like hot because it's like dude you're rocking you are rocking you girls know how to play your instruments and you're killing it. I find that attractive. So um, it's kind of like uh, I never see that. So I guess that's why it's attractive to me. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've never met. I never re- met a musician, a female musician here in Miami. Is that a thing? Do you guys know any female musicians here? There's got to be some. Musicians have a way with words, do they? They got to write those lyrics. Uh, what do you guys find attractive? Put it in on the chat. Um, so, all right. So, for, for body, I got one for body. So, um, let's see. If I were to choose body, I like redheads. When we talk about physical features, I like redheads. Again, rare. You know what I'm just realizing now that I'm doing this podcast? I just like rare stuff. <laughs> I like stuff that I don't see often. But the thing is, if I were to move away from Miami, like if I went to like, I don't know, if I lived in Seattle for a while, let's say if I moved to Seattle, right, and I'm there for a year, eventually I'm just going to wake up in the middle of the night from my bed. It's like, I need Latinas in my life. I can't take it anymore. Where the Latinas at? Right? Uh, let's see. Artist Raphael says, emotional intelligence, physical beauty, physically beautiful, and knows how to save money. Ooh. Well, hey man, you can only you can only have uh, one out of three, I think. <laughs> Here on Miami, you definitely get one of those three. Covey Ninja says having ambition in general is attractive. Uh, if I grind harder than you, that's not cool. I met girls that say that. Is it true? Do you mean that? Elaborate. This is all kind of like you see the reason why I wanted to ask this podcast is because I really wanted to hear. These nuanced, complex descriptions of what you find attractive so that I can, like, figure out why we tell ourselves these things. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, I ain't, I'm not perfect. I'm right there with you guys. You know what I mean? Like, there, I say I like something, and then I see something else, and then it's, like, completely different than what I say it is. That's just how attraction works. It's almost, like, counterintuitive. You know, it's like, oh, I like this, and then some, something else comes around, it's like, Hey, I didn't know I liked that. <laughs> I am totally into that. Uh, G Red says, uh, "Well, first of all, let me touch on artist Raphael here." So, artist Raphael, of course, with a name like artist, he says emotional intelligence. That's actually a very important one, artist Raphael, because for me, someone that can articulate their emotions is huge like uh, that is one of the most attractive things uh in terms of speaking like if you if you tell me like what you what you feel instead of like doing the complex ways that people communicate that's that's kind of a gift because the reason why uh people ghost or the reason why uh people play hard to get or the reason why people give you a hard time and and you don't know why, or it's like, why are you like that? It's because they don't know how to articulate. You know what I mean? They don't know how to tell you that. So then they, they go that route 
You know what I mean? So it's like, if it happens often, you kind of realize that there's a communication issue with people where it's like, I'm going to act this way so that you can feel me, you know, instead of like, here's why I'm acting this way. The reason I'm acting this way is because of this. You know what I mean? People want you to kind of like guess, like read my mind, read my mind. You need to know what's on my mind. If you're not, if you're not reading my mind, you ain't the one, right? And then they find somebody that never reads their mind. It's like, oh, dating sucks. (laughs) So you're kind of on the ball there, um, artist. All right, so let's go to the next one. Curvy Ninja. Having ambition in general is attractive. Right. Ambition is an attractive quality. But what is ambition? Right? Is it someone that, that gets good grades in college? He's very ambitious. Why? He got a B plus on one of the hardest math tests uh, in his semester. What is ambitious? What do you mean ambitious? Does he make money? Oh, is that what you mean? Is he a money maker? If I make more money than him, then it's not attractive. Is that the truth? Did I drill it down a little more deeper, Kirby Ninja? If I grind harder than you, that's not cool. Well, what if he's got a PS5, man? He can't enjoy his PS5? Because you out there out grinding him, he's trying to enjoy the PS5. You know how rare those things are? Let him enjoy it. Uh, Milena says, slim basketball tie body, but honestly, if I really like the person, my eyes find him attractive. All right, so what Milena is saying is, I just got to feel it, bro. Totally. Absolutely. Your body tells you what's attractive. (laughs) That's kind of true. Your body tells you what's attractive. Your mind doesn't really do it. Do people find her? Do people like logically go, hmm, I find her attractive. The way she dresses. She's very creative. I like the way she holds her hair. No, us guys are like, look at those TNAs. Woo! Looking good, ma. Yeah! <laughs> That's attraction for men. <laughs> oh, man. Kirby Ninja. Says, I have three jobs. If they stay home playing video games, there's a problem. Yeah, you see? It's always about... It's, all, it's not always about you, Curvy Ninja. All right? People got to enjoy themselves. They got to sit back and relax. They got to play video games and de-stress. What if he's out grinding you? All right, I got, I got a scenario for you, Curvy Ninja. What if he's out grinding you, right? He's working hard. He's making all the bread, right? And then he comes home to play some PlayStation... And then you walk in and you're like, huh, look at this guy. What a bum. Look at him trying to de-stress and enjoy himself. (laughs) Oh, man. Paul The Omega says black girls are really attractive. Ooh, we got a racial one. All right. Yeah, I mean, people have preferences in ethnicity. Sure. I know a lot of white women that are into uh, black dudes and Latinos. Oh, so tired of the white male. Give me some Latinos and black men. Um, Ars Rafael says facts. Be real. Be your authentic self. Yeah, you guys have to be. If you guys really want to find the right person, you have to be honest and true to yourself. You can't. I think. I think we lie to ourselves when it comes to attraction. You know how many. Pro, and the reason I wrote the meme today. You know how many profiles I come across that use the word sapiosexual. But then when they when you go in their profile and you kind of get a feel for who they are and the, and how they write and like photos of their ex, it's like, dude, that's not sapiosexual. 
you're just saying that to kind of like put up a wall for the BS, but then you also let in the BS in. It's almost like you're saying, I'm not into BS. I'm not into drama. I'm an intellectual. Well, I don't see anything that shows that you're attracted to that at all. <laughs> yeah, what do you think of the Large Hadron Collider? Not interested. Do you think the human race will ever go to space during our lifetime? Oh, my God. This guy's pickup line is the worst. This guy got no game. I'm a sapiosexual, though. (laughs) Oh, man. Having a goal, not all about money. Got it. Clarified. LOL. Women hate uh, men at rest. Yeah, it's true. You girls don't like seeing us guys getting (laughs) well-rested. What are you doing, rejuvenating? (laughs) Get your lazy ass up. Go grind. Uh, Steph Smith, welcome. G-Red says, uh, true, but the first you see is the body, the face, your eyes open, the door to that first. Yeah, I mean, of course, physical attraction. You want someone to be physically attractive, right? And, and physical attraction really is subjective, you know? Like, I, I've dated girls, and then when they show me their ex in the conversation, I'm like, you dated that? Jesus Christ, what happened? <laughs> I, it almost makes me offended. <laughs> Ladies, sometimes your ex gets me offended. I was like, if you date guys like that, what does that say about me? Damn. Am I a good person? <laughs> Do I look good? Am I attractive? (laughs) Some of your exes, ladies, you know, they make me question. (laughs) My my confidence is in question. It's like, that's your ex? Oh, my God, I must be ugly. (laughs) And then I double, I reassess. I look at you and I'm like, are you attractive? Let me double check here. (laughs) If you date people like that, let me see you. Where am I? What am I not seeing here? Just kidding. Just kidding. On God. <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing makes you feel less attractive than seeing than dating someone whose ex is not attractive. <laughs> hey, we got the joke. All right, that's awesome guys. Thank you for that. We got a joke. Huh? Look at that. We did it. Let me write it down before I forget. Uh, for those that are brand new on the podcast, this is where the uh, this is where the magic happens. All right, we get the people of Miami together, and we just come up with funny stuff. And we might e- we we might even see the joke that we came up with together. Uh, hold on, let me look here. Evernote, by the way, which is a great notepad, better than the one that comes with your phone. If you guys are serious about taking notes, Evernote, it's amazing. All right. Uh, Nothing makes you feel less attractive than dating someone whose ex is not attractive. Bam! You know, I'm a solid seven. But when I look at your ex, I think I'm a (laughs) 5.5. Yeah, that's the caption. I think I'm a solid seven. 
but your ex makes me feel like a 5.5. <laughs> no, but your choice in men makes me feel like a 5.5. Yo, congratulations, Miami. Thank you very much for that one. That one's a lot of fun. Uh, Mocha, welcome to the chat. Spacewalk, Ali Mayuk, Carlos. Welcome, guys. We're here talking about what do you find attractive in the other person. All right? It could be physical. It could be uh, personality. It could be whatever it is. Just, But be honest. All right? Be honest about what it is that you like in another person. Don't lie to yourself. The, forget morals. <laughs> I want an honest man. I want a man that lies as good as I do. <laughs> I think that's a more believable uh, attraction. I want an honest man. No, no, no. You want somebody that can keep up with your lying. I want a man that can lie to me so well that I'm not ever worried about him and his whereabouts. <laughs> Yo, that's another one. I want an honest man, a.k.a. I want a man that lies so good I don't have to worry about him. Oh, man. So here's the joke. I want a man, a.k.a. No, equal sign. I want a man that lies really well. (laughs) Yeah, that's a solid one. I like that. Loyalty is also very attractive. Yeah, I like a man that's loyal. AKA, I like a man that is attractive to other women, but doesn't make me feel like I'm being cheated on. I want a man that knows what he's doing. I want a man that's in demand, but lies to me just enough for me to feel like I'm not in danger of losing him. Facts. There's big facts in that statement right there. <laughs> Chris Trovey. <laughs> hey, stop the presses. We just got a good one here. I want a girl that can convince me she can fall asleep at 7 p.m. <laughs> hey, let me give you the, let me give you a round of applause for that one. Yeah. Yo, Chris, that was awesome. Congratulations on that joke, my friend. Uh, Steph Smith, sense of humor. My pick for a first date is always a comedy show to get perspective (coughs) on whether we're intellectually compatible. It's usually an unequivocal no. I've had a year to think about this. Yeah, you sound like... uh, You sound like you're about to get lied to by somebody that's really good at uh, being, quote-unquote, honest. A guy will read this and be like, oh, yeah, I know what to say to lie to her for sure. I'll make her feel like I'm in love. I can fake this whole relationship with this information. (laughs) There's like agents that can just read what Steph put on the chat and be like, this is going to be a piece of cake. Watch this. Watch this. (laughs) Hey, how much you guys want to bet I can get in a one-year relationship with this girl? You guys want to bet? Watch. How you doing, Steph? I heard you like humorous men. Well, hey. I love to laugh, huh? Want to hang out? I'll tell you what. Let's go to a comedy club one weekend, and then we go to the Adrian Arsh Center the next weekend. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so humorous and smart. I love it. 
Uh, Aramoon34 says, honesty, compromise, individuality, good communication. You know what, guys? Let's go ahead and, and highlight this. I think good communication is probably one of the things that we all strive for, but we don't know how to do it. I think the reason the dating life is really bad now is apart from which the real reason is we have too many options and the our sexual freedom is rampant, right? So imagine that combination where we can have multiple partners and we can flaunt ourselves however we want, men and female, right? So now what we're doing is we're just multiplying the options that we can get, women more than men, of course. Uh, and so because of that mix, dating right now is kind of like a transaction rather than like, genuine interest you know you look at a potential dating partner and you're like what do you got that they don't got right and so you know there's people that are still traditional that still want to find someone special you know and i'm sure they exist but it's diminishing right because now it's like transactional dating now it's like will i look good around you will my friends like my photos if i posted you on instagram do my friends find you attractive? Am I going to lose a part of my lifestyle if I date you for real? It's that that kind of thing, right? So then dating then took a shot. But what makes dating even worse is uh, we're losing uh, how to communicate. We're, we're losing that ability of communicating uh, more complex things like attraction or it, or like the dynamics of men and women. We don't know how to... We ghost, we play hard to get, we, uh, we, we're F-boys, right? We lie to you, we, uh, I wouldn't say we, I mean, there's some guys that do this more better than others, but like, you know, they, lying, manipulation, it's like all these things happen because like some previous issue they got and they, you know, they just don't know how to communicate. And then, you know, we just all go on a downward spiral in the dating world. <laughs> it's a bunch of stuff, man. Uh, Metal Damien, what up, man? Uh, he says, uh, new camera, new mic. Thank you. Uh, me. I'm working on that. Just yell at her. Be a man. <laughs> By the way, he's joking. He's joking for the record. It's a joke. <clears throat> I got a bit about this. Having someone who's open to communicate their FICO score. Yeah, exactly. Lorenza Sands nailed it. I don't care about communication. All I want to communicate is what's your FICO score. Yeah, that's a good one. There you go. Uh, Metal Damien says, uh, I never do that. I'm actually a very honest and nice guy, especially if you're giving that gargoyle, this gargoyle the time of day. You know, we're kind of lucky, Metal Damien, because looks, looks are important for women, but they're not the number one thing. Looks are kind of like secondary. In my, and this is, of course, my opinion. Looks are kind of secondary for a woman. <clears throat> a woman kind of wants a guy that makes her feel something. Uh, and when they feel it, it's like they can't stop it. It's like this unstoppable attra attraction that even confuses them. <clears throat> I've seen this uh, many times where it's like attraction just isn't a choice. Like when someone's attracted, they, they can't stop. Like I can't, I can't stop. This is like my body telling me that is what I want. I want that. Uh, so when it comes to men uh, and how we come off uh, to other women, it's like if your personality... If your personality is make 
if you can find parts of your personality that can make her feel that way, it's kind of like a puzzle where it's like your personality makes me feel this and it's amazingly strong. Then you could probably get date a girl that makes you um, that that is above your your looks, right? Like you could be a six dating an eight because you make her feel a certain way. I mean, I've seen I've seen guys that look terrible dating some hot women, and you know we know the reason why. But like that is unstoppable attraction. You know they can't help it. You know that's just who they are. Truth, uh, I got rules for girls. Uh, name is Nicholas. Welcome to the chat. All right, I'm kind of losing my voice tonight, guys. I'm really enjoying this one. I'm going in deep. I uh, hope you guys hope you guys learn something about yourself in terms of attraction. All right. Aramun says, attraction is not number one priority. We are all going to look the same when we're 70. You are speaking the truth. Oh, thank you, Aramun. I thought you were going to say, it's like, attraction is not number one priority. You, you BSing right now. See, here's the thing. Uh... I used, I, back in the day, like 2005, when I was a naive kid in, uh, in college, I didn't know how to get women, right? Like, I was, well, I mean, I still, I had some, I had a couple of girlfriends in 2005. I had dated a few girls. But I started learning from the internet. They used to have, like, this group of men to talk about, like, what is it about women that, why do they act like this? And they got some really cool theories. Um, I remember I was reading, like, these forums were so fascinating to me because it kind of showed this other side of women's psychology. Like, you know how women read men and then you girls get together and talk about it and it's kind of accurate? There are certain guys that can look at your psychology and do the same thing. You guys just don't know about it because the majority of us, uh, the majority of men don't, don't have that ability. But there's some that do and there's some that teach uh, others. So what I was saying is, is what they talk about. It's like when it comes to attraction, a woman has a mechanism that like, I can't, I can't stop. Like, this is like, this is the one, this is the one I got to do something. Right. And, uh, some guys know how to like turn that key. And those usually are the ones that are very, um, uh, toxic, like toxic people have experience on how to, how to flip those things on. And so since it's almost like, you know, those fishes that have the little thing, that's like dangling in front of his head and then like a fish goes for it and then they get eaten. It's kind of like that. It's almost like these toxic people know how to make a girl feel that way, but it's not, it's not like them, right? Sorry, my throat is off today. Um, Kirby Ninja says, when you uh, first meet, that's all you have to off of. If they got no teeth, their personality cannot overcome that. All right, maybe teeth is kind of a thing, you know, very important thing. Uh, Metal Damien says, it's not hard. I know how to talk to women if I want to date them or if it's just for a flame. All right, Metal Damien, that kind of sounds like you don't know how to talk to them. Yeah, I know if I want to date them or not or if it's just a flame. Like I could picture like a redneck saying that. Yeah, you know, if I wanted to date her, I would. But I'm not sure if it's a flame or not. <laughs> yeah, I get women. Uh, Urban, uh, Urban Reiki, welcome to the chat. Dark Side of the Sun, what up, man? JMB Gator, we're here talking about what do you guys find attractive in the other person. All right, Mocha says, how can you put a number on a person's looks? Who's to say a person is a 10.8 or a 7, et cetera? It's subjective. It's subjective. Numbers is just, I think numbers are only used by men. I don't think women, do you girls, you you girls don't use numbers, right? You girls don't look at, oh, he's a 10. (laughs) 
your girl's like, you know, he's cute. Oh, he's hot. I think uh, like cute, hot. Is he cute, hot, or okay? <laughs> men, men, we bring in math, right? Because we're more left brain. We bring in math. It's like, what do you give her? Uh, you know, we didn't even pass math, and we're using decimals and shit. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll give her, uh, give her a solid seven point two. <laughs> yeah, seven one fifths is actually a really accurate number for her. <laughs> when girls get together, oh, he's cute. He's cute, right? Yeah, he's cute. All right. Uh, Milena says, is it true a man can look in the room and look at someone and say, that's the one? I've heard several stories from older couples who told me that was how he knew. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. well, yeah. I mean, sometimes coming from the man. Oh, okay. Well, hey, man, sometimes, you know, there's a part of your soul or higher being or something that when you look at someone, you just know, like, I want that. I've had those moments. I've had those moments where I looked at a girl and I was like, that is the girl I want to go see. And then it didn't happen. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> it didn't happen. And then I grew up and I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank you, my guardian angels. <laughs> you know, you got to make sure. Does your intuition work in your favor? Maybe that's just a story he told you to make it seem like he's happy after all those years. Maybe he's not. You know, it's like, is my wife around? Oh, uh, yeah, when I walked in the room, I knew she was the one. But then in those quiet moments, I can't stand this bitch. <laughs> yeah, this ain't a Pixar movie, old man. Tell me the truth. Did you really walk in the room, or was she the only one that talked to you in the room? Make your mind up. Tell me the truth. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. That's actually pretty good. I like that one. Jesus, Chris. Take it easy. See, Chris doesn't get any. Chris is too rude. You're too rude, Chris. Kirby Ninja, if you say that's the one every time you're bound to be right eventually. There you go. Kirby Ninja gets it. Well said. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that, that you know, that's called that's called the self-fulfilling prophecy. A self-fulfilling prophecy is when you tell yourself something over and over, and then when it when something is closely related to that, you then confirm that's what it was. That's what that's like the secret behind people that write really good zodiacs, uh, because like they'll tell you it's like you're gonna do something today that's gonna be amazing, and then like you know you find twenty dollars on the floor like. My God, they were right. Uh, I'm going to find someone special one day. I know I am. I'm going to find someone special. And then when you actually find someone, oh, my God, he's so special. Self-fulfilling prophecy. That's what my T.O. said. Yeah, Chris, you can't be. Just make it just make it wiggle. Yeah, Chris, you can't be like. What's the what's the word? Crass. That's not a, that, as a matter of fact, let's go ahead and say that. What are unattractive qualities? That's actually a good one. Being crass is unattractive. C-R-A-S-S, which means lacking sensitivity, refinement, or intelligence. Oh, speaking of sapiosexuals. All right. Can't be crass there, uh, Chris. You're not going to, you know. Crass is an unattractive quality. 
You know? Let's see. What else? What else is unattractive? Rudeness, right? Machismo. <clears throat> and there's some machismo that can be pretty cool, as long as it's not chauvinistic. And, you know, me being a very <clears throat> masculine guy, you know, I've seen some chauvinistic behaviors from guys that I thought were really masculine, but I was like, this is a childish man. <laughs> Because you got to be careful with masculinity. Masculinity is something that, and I think this goes for both men and women. Like, if you're too masculine, it become, it, it ends up being bad. You know what I mean? Like, too much masculinity kind of go, like goes over the spectrum and into, like, childishness. Oh, I'm going to get angry. Oh, I'm going to punch a hole in this wall because I'm masculine. Or, like, you know, feminine features, right? Like, if you're overly feminine, like, what would be something that would be, like, overly feminine? You know, when you become so submissive that you wait for a man to, like, uh, provide you for everything. Like, I think, you know what? I'm not a woman, but, I, you know, I would say if you're old, please don't cancel me. <laughs> but I would say, like, an overly feminine person is, like, I want a man that pays for everything and I don't have to do anything. Right? Like, I've seen that behavior. Where it's, like, I wouldn't... I think I saw this in a video. It was like some woman said, uh, I don't want, I'm, I'm never going to buy my man a birthday gift because he should be the only one buying things. I'm like, damn, girl. Jesus. Where did you learn, where did you learn that from? <laughs> uh, Curvy Ninja says, uh, being really sensitive, crying more than me. Well said, absolutely. I say being the center of attention in an annoying way. Yes. Yes, Chris. You know what? That's very true. Uh, I've been in conversations where it's like, if we don't talk about her, it's boring to her. Weird. Like, I remember like 30 minutes in a conversation while talking to someone. I'll never forget that feeling where it's like, oh, you think everything is boring except talking about you. What color are you dyeing your hair? When you're getting that BBL? What outfit you saw in the store? What that girl told you? It's like, oh, this is a one-sided conversation. Look at this. This girl is a narcissist. <laughs> And women can be narcissistic. I think I've said this before in a podcast. You know, men are known to be narcissistic, but let's uncover some of the women out there, you know, out in the streets. Extremely narcissistic. It goes both ways. Um, not cool. Each person has to be their own individual self. For sure. You can tell if someone's authentic or not. You can tell if someone is being themselves or if they're trying to be someone else. Um, like there's a certain kind of alignment that you see in people when you meet them the way they talk the way they dress the way they carry themselves like is it all aligned is it all there right you have all the qualities to be the person you saying you are and some can confirm and others you can find the chink in the armor where it's like oh look at that you're not really authentic there's something you're running away from there's something you're hiding or uh, your personality doesn't match the way you come off in, like, on a short term, right? Like in the long run, you can see people in the true colors, obviously, but sometimes you don't have the long run. It's like, who are you and how are you trying to come off? And are you really that person? Hmm? Are you really that person? Being unaligned, yeah, that's also unattractive. Okay, yeah, totally. What's also unattractive? Um, too much masculinity, too much femininity. Um being crass or rude, overly confident. 
Well, I think you can't confuse confidence with um, cockiness. There's a big difference. Like, a, like I, I came up with a really good distinction, and this was in the podcast. And, you know, it just came to mind. So the difference, it, to simplify it, uh, the difference between cocky and confident is the confident person doesn't mind if you make fun of them, right? Because they can make fun of themselves. A cocky person is trying to avoid being made fun of, right? And that, I think that kind of divides and shows the big difference between the two. Like a cocky person kind of has like an ego to, to like defend and make sure that people believe while a confident person is more like laid back and like, hey man, whatever happens, happens. It's all good. No matter what, it's all good, right? You kind of feel like more comfort. The other one is more like on the edge, like, oh my God, please don't let this guy pop off. I don't need this guy uh, revving his Honda Civic XLR <laughs> with his big uh, exhaust pipe. Please, God. Please, God, let him pull out of the driveway quietly. Please don't let him. Damn. I don't think a confident guy will have a loud car. A cocky guy will have a loud car, but not a confident guy. I don't think so. Um, a small pee-pee by Curvy Ninja. Damn, Curvy Ninja, stop body shaming us. All right? It's the motion of the ocean. All right? Sick and tired of these women. That's the turnoff, too. Size queens. Ooh. <laughs> That's like one of the first questions you got to ask off the bat. You a size queen? Huh? <laughs> Do I... What do you mean if I got gray sweatpants in my closet or not? What, what difference does that make? What size are you and how many gray sweatpants do you have? Oh, my God. I only want men. I only date in the fall because that's when men wear sweat, gray sweatpants. <laughs> oh, boys, it's cuffing season. You got your gray sweatpants on? <laughs> Oh, man, sorry. I'm enjoying myself too much with that one, Curvy Ninja. What up, Cat? Welcome to the chat. We're here talking about what you find attractive. Well, actually, we're on what is unattractive, whether men or, or uh, women. Uh, let's go for a couple more, man. How much are we on here? 11, 18? All right. We got a nice little long show. Thanks for sticking around, guys. All right, let's see. Uh, what is unattractive? I'll go with the basics, man. I think, like, um, I like uh, good hygiene, right? Good hygiene is good. That's important. That's actually the internet, though. Uh, what defines a person as attractive? Anybody that's attractive is visually pleasing or draws you in. Notice how there's nothing about personality here, uh, Milena. I want you to notice that. Okay, very important. Uh, what is an attractive girl? Generally, men prefer women with full breasts, lips. Damn, symmetrical. <laughs> we, we don't hold back explaining ourselves. Uh, we ask the men what they find attractive. All right, I want a woman with big old breasts. <laughs> Some DS lips. These guys just don't make, these guys just aren't helping out. Big smile. 
wider waist hip ratio, healthy hair. <laughs> Is that a bald spot, baby? This ain't gonna work out. <laughs> it's messed up, man. Clear skin, big eyes. Big eyes. What about Asian women? Asian women have small eyes and they're attractive. Are the morphological features in female bodies that men find attractive? Oh, in female bodies. What guys find attractive in a girl? Your smile? That's number one. I bet a woman wrote this. Men adore it when a girl smiles because of something he said or laughs at his jokes. Oof. I'm waiting for you to smile, baby. What up, OG? Guinness Poppy. Oh, OG's in the dating game. OG, what do you find unattractive in a male? Uh, Let's see. Your waist. Most men actually dislike dyes and unnatural colors. That's not true. I love dyed hair. Are you kidding me? If you had, like, highlighter, green hair, uh, redhead, uh, that's not true. Long legs. If if she's got long legs, she's taller than me, bro. I I mean, I find that attractive, but she's going to have an issue with me. You know what I'm saying? When I'm caressing her legs and I'm at shoulder length. <laughs> oh, I'm just holding on to her legs like a baby monkey as she walks down the street. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, enjo- I'm enjoying this episode too much. Damn. Uh, when you wear red, like the song Lady in Red, isn't that song about a prostitute? Who wrote this? When you stretch. If someone is stretching, I'm pretty sure they don't think anyone's watching. So are you just a creeper watching people stretch? Seems like they're describing a Disney princess. I know. This is the stuff you find on the internet. Like, oh, well, maybe it's true. Uh, Kirby Ninja says, I like them weird. They are more interesting. Better conversations. Well, Kirby Ninja, let's make it happen. I think, I, I think conversations are very important. I wouldn't say weird conversations, right? Because then it goes down the rabbit hole where you're just like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but I do like good conversations. I think those are very important to have, for sure. I think there's no better way to get to know somebody than a nice, good, entertaining conversation. And a key word on, on entertaining, please be entertaining. I don't care if you read a novel. I will never do that to you. I will. Ne- I read often, and I will never sit you down and be like, you know, I read this book called, uh, you know what I'm saying? I would only bring it up if it's called, if it's, you know, like something happened in the conversation. It's like, you know what I read? I read it, right? But I would never be like, so I, uh, I'm out here reading this book because, you know, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, please don't. <laughs> Oh, man. Milena says, what I've heard is men would prefer an, an all-natural woman than fake. Not sure if that's true. Uh, okay, so I think it goes both ways, Milena, when it comes to that. I think there's some guys that just, you know how some girls want, like, a Ken doll, right? You know how some girls would date a guy with, like, abs, great hair, a nice tan, good clothes, right? Because, like, they want the fantasy of when we take photos, we're going to look amazing, so I think when it comes to men that are into girls that have fake bodies, uh, extravagant clothing, and all that, I think it's the same thing where it's like for them. I'm pretty sure they're a little flamboyant, the people that are into that. Because most men, uh, you know, we just want sex. And if you're attractive, you're attractive. It don't matter if you're this or that. It's like, all right, you have what I want, <laughs> and you're pretty. Let's make it happen. <laughs> 
at least from my understanding in male psychology, like we're just wired to like sex. Like that's just who we are. We can't, we can, we can never escape that. The problem is that some men aren't good at controlling themselves as others. There's some men that like understand that they have it. They understand it. They manage it. They work with it. They're charming. They, you know, they get some girls and then there's others that the impulse is just so great that they go above and beyond and, give men a bad uh, reputation on their behaviors. Like, so it's almost like it's a development thing. Like, are you sexually, are you a sexually developed person? Are you mature enough to realize that these are just impulses, right? It's kind of like that conversation. So I think any woman that's attractive or that takes care of herself or, or sometimes, you know what I've seen? I've seen women that aren't necessarily the cliche attraction that most men would like, but they carry themselves so well that it's attractive. All right, I'll give you an example. Uh, um, man, what's her name? She sang pull up to my bump. Grace Jones. So look at Grace Jones like in the early 80s. Very masculine face, but the way... And her body is pretty good, so, you know, she's, she kind of got to beat there. But the way she carries herself in movies and in music videos and the way she... Uh, creates artistically in music. Um, it's for, at least for me, right? Because this is just me talking subjectively. Like this is something that I wouldn't find attractive, but just the way she carries herself makes her attractive. You know what I mean? Uh, Grace Jones, look her up. She was a model slash uh, musician slash um, model, musician, and actress. And if you look at her in the early '80s, she's she, she has a very masculine appearance, but just the way she carries herself, that sheer confidence and just her sexuality on her sleeve is just, it's, I don't know, I can't describe it. I guess it's just that I like the kind of tomboys, because I, I like tomboys too. When I was in middle school, there was a girl that played uh, kickball, and she, uh, she was super, like she would wear like overalls, and I'm like, why do I find this girl attractive? It's like a boy. It's just the way they carry themselves. It's, it's, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the chat. I don't like perfection. Yeah, there's something about perfection that's a bit off-putting, right? Like, what is, uh, what is your deal? How come you're not human? <laughs> How come you don't have any flaws? Why are you so perfect? What's going on? Uh, yeah, you know what? I think the people that go for the doll look and their partner, they probably strive for perfection. And I'm pretty sure there's a couple of misery in the back door, right? Something hiding there. It's like, why do you want things to be like a storybook? You know, we're not perfect, right? Human beings are never going to be perfect. We have flaws. It's okay. Uh, so fly, welcome to the chat. We're here talking about what do you find attractive or unattractive? Uh, okay, okay. So what do you think about a man who says, I love you very soon? Uh, he's obviously trying to get some. <laughs> He's going to get, he's going to try to get some. And uh, maybe he, uh, infatuation is, uh, infatuation is very powerful for men. I felt it many times when I was young. And let me tell you that it's a, it's one of the biggest liars that us men can feel, right? It's like, oh my God, I can't get enough of you, girl. What is it about you? Don't, I'm going to go ahead and tell guys this right here, right now. This is for the fellas. I've been talking to the girls long enough, but let me talk to the fellas here. Uh, fellas, let me tell you guys right now that if you feel infatuation early on, don't fall. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not, 
it's counterintuitive. If you get infatuated early on, fellas, you might not like her later on or after the fact of getting what it is you want. You know what I'm saying? Your, your brain is tricking you to say something like, I love you or I love this girl when you really just want a banger. You know what I'm saying? Like you really, to, to say I love you early, red flag. If a man tells you I love you early, red flag. Both men and women. <clears throat> I love you is supposed to be like a really big thing to say to somebody, but you say it early. It's like, what do you, <laughs> if a girl told me, if an attractive girl told me I love you, I'd be like, do I still have my wallet? My phone, wallet, keys. This lady's going to rob me. <laughs> yeah, a big red flag, Melena, for sure. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Um, they're lying, for sure. Lust disguises love. Dark side of the sun gets it. Well said. Lust disguises love. We are tools for instant gratification. Yo, look at dark side of the sun over here coming in with the stoic philosophy. We are tools for instant gratification. We must hold back on gratifying ourselves in order to get the bigger prize, which is true. Instant gratification and short-term pleasures never pays off in the long run. It will always crumble. Um, that's, how, that's why people that are true, authentic, and work on their craft uh, without instant gratification are the ones that leave legacies, and they make documentaries over them because they don't go for the short stuff. They go for the, the long in the distance, things we don't even know is a possibility yet. And when they come around, those that work for it, they get it. They get statues made out of it. So men, never go for instant gratification. Go for the long haul. Believe me, it works. It just doesn't seem like it does. <laughs> uh, hell yeah, it's hard AF though. It is, but that's part of the game, bro. That's the reason why uh, we're able to be better. Because, like, if we, like, I think one of the things, like, I, I mentioned this on a podcast before. If you guys really want a good partner uh, in terms of someone that treats you right, you got to have your emotions mastered. If you don't have your emotions mastered, you can't find someone special because your emotions are confusing you. Right? Your feelings are too in the way. And then in the relationship, it's only going to get worse, you know? Uh, if you emotionally master yourself, where you don't get put off by things that are like small little nuances, right? Like something that you could just like rub your shoulders off, uh, dust your shoulders off rather. Like, ah, it's not important. Like if you have the ability to do that, where it's like, this is just trivial things, man. This ain't, this ain't nothing, you know? There's more hardship than this. If you have that ability, that, I think that's when you start finding better people, right? Because I think people, people that are in the same level are attracted to each other. And then if you're attracted to someone above your level, they probably don't find you attractive. So it's like, hey, I'm an idiot, and yay, you're an idiot. Huh? How about we uh, make this work out, huh? We can get angry at each other. Huh? We can scream at each other two years from now. What do you think, huh? huh? <laughs> oh, man. That was a nice religious speech. <laughs> Thank you, Alvaro. I try. I try to make this as useful as possible for my own experiences. Uh, hell yeah, it's hard. Okay. Uh, and that's what she said. Oh! Yeah, man, when it comes to attraction, man, there's a certain kind of thing that, like, you got to, like, you know what it is? 
You know, I'll, I'll get into another one here. You know what it also is? You got to develop yourself in a way where you uh, find yourself attractive. Huh? What do you think about that? Uh, what about finding yourself as uh, someone that uh, that you t- don't take no uh, no BS from anyone? Uh, like somebody that's like, hey, you know what? I know what I want in a person because it's me. I want somebody that's just like me. Hey, there's a good one. Uh, Elige Wish Guy. Welcome to the chat. How are you? So we're here talking about, where are we at? We're already an hour in. Oh, man. We're really enjoying this convo. Thank you for everybody for sticking around. Uh, I'm having so much fun. I didn't even notice the time. Oh, Ellie Jewish guy. What's up? Welcome to the chat. <clears throat> We're here talking about what is attractive and what is unattractive in a person. Miami mommy. Ooh, I definitely want to get with a Miami mommy, especially when she has a 23 after that. It reminds me of Michael Jordan, one of the best basketball players of all time. Uh, yeah, I think self-development. That's a big one. How, on a scale of 1 to 10, how developed are you? Are you all you can truly be? Are you at the level you want to be in personally? That's actually a good question to ask. If you want to find someone special, are you at that level yourself? I remember when I first found someone special. I was 26 years old. And she was older than me. And I just got out of a relationship, so I was down in the dumps, right? I was a mess of a person. And then when I went to this bar and I met this girl for the first time, I was like, oh, my God, this is the girl I want right here. And then uh, I wasn't ready for her. Like, psychologically, personality, developmentally, I just wasn't at her level. And so she, uh, she didn't like me back. And it was very eye-opening to realize that at 26, I was like, oh, there's levels in people. Oh, look at that. There's uh, there's certain kind of uh, standards of development. Like when you see somebody, you're like, are you a developed person? No, you kind of have like parts of your personality that are really bad that you can't tell that you have that in you. Like you, you don't know you're that person, but you are. <laughs> you know that? You know when some people are bad people, but they don't know they're bad people? It's like, oh, I am. <laughs> uh, the corner. No, not the corner, but somewhere similar. Which bar? I'd rather not say. Because if she ever comes across this podcast, she's like, oh, my God, that was back in 2011. I remember that. <laughs> I don't know you liked me that much. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to, like, uh, you know, inflate her ego. If she ever, because I think she probably follows this page. Um, ha ha. See, you're laughing up. You're laughing at my pain. Look at you. No one with potential. Ha <laughs> ha. Um. Yeah, but that, that was an eye-opening one, man. When I came across what I thought was my soulmate and I wasn't ready for her, ooh, that hurt. That hurt, bro. Oh. Uh, pretty sure I passed her now. I'm pretty sure because I really went in the, in the deep, deep in the trenches. I mean, I've never seen her since then, but I, I can feel it. As, as my soulmate, <laughs> I can feel I passed her developmentally for sure. I mean, I got to. I can feel it inside of me. Somewhere it says, <laughs> uh, like Hassan Minaj. But maybe now she wants you. Maybe. Alvaro. You might be right. You know, maybe she's just waiting for me to slide in her DM. She's like, oh, I know you're sliding in girls' DMs. When is it my turn? And then when I do it, like, you know, 20 years from now when we're, when we're too old, finally. <laughs> I'm a cougar now. That sucks. Sorry, Manny. Ha <laughs> ha. 
Uh, no, I'm actually glad, bro. Let me tell you guys right now, and we'll end it with this. I'm glad. Be glad that uh, whoever you thought was meant to be is not currently meant to be. That is a blessing in disguise, bro. Because there's people out there that thought, "Oh, I can never live without this person," or. I will never find anyone like this person. And then you do. That's a blessing, bro. Because, like, there's people that think, like, you know, if a relationship is over, it's a dead end, right? There's people that think, like, if it's not that person, I'm never going to find anyone else. So be glad that when you thought that, you got over it. Because then you were able to find someone else. And you will. There's always someone out there for you. I'm sure, ladies, you'll find the man that will lie to you in the way you would love to be lied to. That gives you the fantasy life that you know that you know you deserve, and he he agrees too. And then he just sets up the whole thing, and then five years from now you got two kids, and you find out he ain't he ain't shh. <laughs> can't curse, can't curse on the podcast. And fellas, I'm sure you'll find a girl that will uh, sexually manipulate you into thinking that you like her. <laughs> I'm sure she will take you for all your money. And I'm sure she will lie to you and say things like, you ain't S, <laughs> men ain't shh, and make you feel inferior. Stay woke. Stay woke, guys. All right? All right, that is it. I'm done. That was fun. I got to do more of these. I got to do more relationship uh, kind of podcasts. I see you guys enjoy it too. You know, take it from a sapiosexual slash F boy slash uh, person that lives in a garage slash podcaster. Take it from me. I've been through my ups and downs in the dating world, especially here in the city of Miami. It's a rough one out there. I, let me tell you, it's a rough one. Thank you for enlightening us. My, my pleasure, Alvaro. I hope you're not being sarcastic. Like, I, I really speak from my experience just for the sake of contributing to the conversation. I hope it worked for you. All right? I do coaching also. So if you want to, like, you know, get some more enlightening, just shoot me a DM and I'll give you my rates, you know? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely helpful. Thank you, Milena. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah. So uh, take it from a guy that's honest in terms of uh, being a comedian and what he's gone through in life. Dating is supposed to be rough, but when you find them, it'll, it's all worth it. All right. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you want to support, go to MiamiComedy.com slash podcast. Subscribe. Uh, we're starting up a YouTube channel shortly. Got some videos coming up that I'm editing here. That's right. I'm editing it. Uh, just go to MiamiComedy.com slash YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, Instagram's doing well. Tell your friends. If you like a meme, share it. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys uh, on the next episode. Good night, y'all.